What up, what up, what up, y'all? Welcome back to another week of Football Without Hesitation. I am Oz, baby. And here we go, following MLS, San Jose Earthquakes, American soccer. If it's soccer-related and it's American, I probably want to talk about it. I might not get to it, but if it's soccer and it's America, it's Football Without Hesitation. Check it out, the fuck? I just did a, I just did a promo right there. If it's soccer and it's America, it's Football Without Hesitation. Which is a quote from an Algerian philosopher, but still, America. Um, as you can tell, the Quakes have only played two games so far, so... <laughs> I don't much, much to talk about. What, I mean, what are you going to say? I've seen 90 minutes of soccer from them. 80 minutes were good. The other 100 minutes... I don't know. The first 45 minutes in, in Kansas City was good. But anyway, with that, actually, before we get started, I want to remind everybody to please, please follow along on the social medias, uh, at FWH Podcast on Instagram, at Baldini10 on Twitter. And now, dude, so some of you that have been listening now for a while know know this or some maybe not. But anyway, I, I have several other podcasts I do, some that I produce, some that I co-host, some that I just consult on. And late, so recently I've, I've consolidated everything and, and I've created a podcast production company that I'm calling Salad Bites Media. And if you want to see my efforts of trying to get that going, uh, go ahead, follow at uh, Salad Bites Media. That's Bites, B-Y-T-E-S, Salad Bites Media on Instagram, on Twitter, also Salad Bites Media on Facebook. There, there's no there's no podcast attached to that yet. I mean, I guess the Instagram is more of like a kind of like a diary blog type thing where I, I try to go through every day, have you guys follow along the ups and downs of, of what it is to start a, a, a company or a podcast company. Yes, and then I say that my alarm goes off saying release football without hesitation, but we are a day behind. We're barely recording it. But anyway, so Salad Bites Media is is the big umbrella company, this network that I've created to help organize all these podcasts that I produce, host, consult on, and all that stuff. So one thing I did with using that social media is that's a neat way that I want to reach out and show people what it's like. I don't know. I I I've, I you know I the company I've been at I've been for ten years. I was employee number three. We went up to employees to twenty seven employees. We're back down to sixteen. And I've been managing it for seven years, so I've learned a hell of a lot in those seven years. But it'd be—I always thought it was neat. I'm, I'm always telling people, you know, what it's like. You know, some days you have good days, some days you have bad days. Um, so anyway, yeah, if you want to follow along to see what how I try to start this podcast production company, again, go to Salad Bites Media, Twitter, Instagram. That's Salad Bites B Y T E S Media, and, and follow along there. You know, other than that. Welcome. If you don't want to see, you just want to hear about soccer, just want to hear me talk about soccer and try to figure out this American game, then just stick with here. Stick football without hesitation, baby. But anyway, without further ado, let's get into this motherfucking episode. Uh, like I said a couple of minutes ago, it, it is, you know, the, the first month of the season. Some teams have played four games. The Quakes have played two. So, I mean, there, there's really not much. I mean, I'm not a very technical podcast as it is. I'm more of a puro pinchy party podcast you know um so re really it's neat because i've been able to learn a lot in this first month i've been able to watch other teams play 
It, it's weird that in the first month I've seen other teams play more than the Quakes. It, 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 it's quite amazing. Um, but anyway, so I decided, but you know, it is a month in. Standings don't really matter too much. But anyway, for people that, again, might not be too familiar with the sport, let's get you, let's get you warmed up. Let's get you up to speed, homie. So again, so the MLS is divided into the Eastern and Western Conference. Pretty familiar to a, a lot of American sports fans. In those conferences, uh, the Eastern Conference has 11 teams. The Western Conference has 12 teams. The top six teams in those conferences make the playoffs. Currently, the San Jose Earthquakes sit in ninth place in the Western Conference. Again, they've played two games. Is a fucking... This is if you wanted to see how difficult it is to try to gauge this team right now. So they've played two games, one at home, one away, perfectly divided. They've won one game, lost another game, perfectly divided. They've scored five goals. They've given away five goals, perfectly divided. So, I mean, it's it's it's, it's they played three games. They got one and a half points. You know, that's the half. So, I mean, what are you really going to talk about? They're in their ninth place. They're currently out of the playoff picture. Two games in. Again, completely fucking pointless. I mean, the the one thing that is totally unquakes like so far is the zero goal differential. How about that, huh? The Quakes scoring as many goals as they're giving up. Well, that's new. It's two games into the season, but that's new. I'll take it. I'm looking at you. Portland and Real Salt Lake with your with your negative five goal differential. She's going to bite you in the ass, baby. Go back to 2014. See how that worked out for the fucking Quakes. Goal differential is a killer. Uh, I am loving. Look at Portland and Seattle at the bottom over there. Huh? Fighting each other for, for the wooden spoon so far? What's going on there? Northwest, you talk too much fucking shit. You got so full of yourselves. Like, you guys have fucking invented soccer. And now y'all can't figure out how to play the damn game. Seattle, like I said, uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. But Seattle has definitely, I don't know if they've handed over the torch or Atlanta just came and took it from them. Or actually Toronto. Toronto is currently the class of, of MLS. That is the best team in the league currently. Yes, they've won one game out of three so far in the league, but damn it, this is the best team right now in the fucking league. Um, so, so yeah, so it, it was interesting to see Seattle's again torch either get snatched or 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 passed on. This was the shining example of what a MLS franchise could be, and now they're. A, they're not a dinosaur. Come on, they're sounders. They do their teams go up and down. You know, teams fluctuate. Currently, sounders are playing a old school way of American soccer, of or of at least MLS. What that is? How want me to break it down in five points? Uh, can't do that. Can't do that. It's just fucking watch, man. It's it's interesting. To see how, I don't know. I wish I could articulate it. You know, this is my, my, my lack of technical ability, being able to articulate over the last five years, seeing that the Sounders go from the class, the, the team that everybody looked up to, to kind of just another team. I mean, they still pull a shit ton of fans. Don't get me wrong. That, that is probably, again, Atlanta is really, really 
is kind of taking over the 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 throne of teams with the highest attendance. But these motherfuckers in Seattle get forty thousand every game. You know, it's nothing to to laugh at. You know, I do like I do like to make fun of them. You know, when they're down, it's hilarious. You know, but I still respect the team. It's still a team that that has a lot of history. They they are champions in the past. And so much respect, much respect, Portland and Seattle. But ha ha, ha ha, what are you doing at the bottom of the table? Thought y'all motherfuckers invented the sport, you know? Anyway, that's that. One thing I did want to bring up, um, I, I there was a great article. Uh, who Tisha Thompson wrote it on uh, E60. It's an ESPN article. It's called, Is College Soccer Too Much of a Risk for Rising Talent? And that's pretty much, like I said, uh, there's not much Quakes news going on. So th- I really wanted to get into this because it's something that I've noticed. And it- it's curious to me that the NCAA is interesting. Uh, most people are familiar with NCAA basketball and football. That's what it is. You know, that they are the Collegiate Athletic Association, the National Collegiate Athletic Association. I don't know if that's what NCAA stands for, but it fits. Um. So anyway, they are the governing body of athletics, college athletics. And it's interesting because in soccer, in international soccer especially, teams have development academies that they've they've been working on for decades. You know, some of these academies are better than maybe a lot of the schools <laughs> in some of these countries. And so, so around the world, that's just normal. Is if you're a good twelve-year-old, eleven-year-old, I think Messi was nine. Was Messi nine when he, when he moved over to Barcelona's academy? So, so in in the international game, tweens are, are being looked at and and signing professional contracts, which is neat in a way that there's thirteen-year-old professionals out there, and I, I I've Talk to them. I've interviewed several of them because, again, down south there in Mexico has a really, really developed, uh, well, youth development system. So several of the of the youth teams, you know, Tijuana and all these people have sent some teams up here to Salina. So I've gone to interview these these kids sometimes, and holy shit, is it impressive when you talk to a 15 year old professional who fully believes he's a professional and carries himself as a professional, and it's interesting when I, then I go interview a, a high school, an American high school player who is just a, a, another kid, you know, Th- this guy, he, he, you know, this high school player is one of the best teams or one of the best players in this section in the Central Coast area of California. But he they carry themselves as, you know, just people. And, and it is humbling in a way. But you got to have that hunger, man. You got to have that hunger. This is a competitive-ass game. But anyway, before I stray too far from that, is in this country, one big roadblock, one big hurdle is NCAA. When the when kids graduate from high school, they go to college. If you have a professional contract, if people are paying for your lunches, for hotel rooms, for travel or whatever, guess what? You out of the league, you out of the NCAA. You can't play, and if you can't afford to pay for the college, 
that you're currently going to, guess what? You're out of school. You're out of school. But this 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 article here is college soccer too much of a risk for rising U.S. talent. First of all, the internet is going to tell you you put a question mark on your headline, so the answer is no. I've people have yelled at me for that shit before. Hey, people, it's probably an editor that put that headline. Don't fucking attack the writer. So, so anyway, so apparently the NCAA, they play, their league goes from September to February? September to February, they play in the winter, which is, is an issue for teams in the north because shit's cold, and obviously colleges aren't going to shell out Every single college isn't going to build indoor facilities or even indoor training facilities for, for some of these teams. So so it's really hard to go to, to you know, 200 universities and say, well, you're going to have to build indoor facilities because, we, we, you know, our players are getting hurt. You know, so so this league, this it runs again in the winter. Uh, and what? No, it was September through December. September, October, November, December. Yeah, September, October, November, December. In four fucking months. These fuckers play 25 games. 25 games in four months. Sometimes they play three games a week. Three games a week. It, that is absolutely ridiculous. I, I I do not know the rate of call of injuries in NCAA soccer as opposed to to professional or amateur soccer or other amateur soccer, but... These dudes are playing three games a week, man. These motherfuckers. I, one of the one of the one of the coaches quoted in that article was saying some of his players run nine miles a game, and they do this three times a week. Not even the cross country team does that, according to him. According to him. So anyway, so you're having all these players who are make, having to make decisions of like, I have enough talent to go play professionally. In MLS, and, and again, great. This is MLS. Like they, like they said, these te- these players are not going for the money. Some of these players, these homegrown contracts, are forty thousand dollars a year. You could go work at fucking Home Depot and make more money at this thing. So they they not doing it for the money. But you spend three years at a college, and you're doing twenty five games in four seasons. You blow out a fucking knee. That's there. It is. There's your career. There's your fucking career. And guess what? You blow out a knee and you can't, again, you lose that scholarship and you can't pay for that final year to, to get your degree. There goes your career and your degree. So you're fucked. You're doubly fucked. So they definitely got to do something. People are talking about it. People are talking about it, which is interesting. I, I think five years ago, maybe these conversations weren't being had. So so it's, it's neat that they are being had. But... One thing that that kind of did strike me in this article that I I kind of I kind of looked at it a couple times I don't know about that was somebody mentioned that because of the development of academies of MLS academies uh high school soccer has become un- uncompetitive and and they're concerned that if there's any major changes to the NCAA system the college game will then become uncompetitive which would then make it irrelevant and that's a concern for them because obviously the the great benefit of playing in NCAA for a university is, again, you have that opportunity for a degree. 
In this country, that fucking piece of paper means so much. So it's really, really difficult for me when I am critical of this organization because I don't want people to think that I'm anti-college. And I don't know how these things would work. I don't know if if MLS can somehow work with universities to... I mean, dude, I, I could take fucking classes from Cambridge and Harvard online now for free. Why, why can't why can't Stanford and or San Jose State and the Quakes work out a deal where their 18 year olds go to Stanford, take classes at Stanford or something? They don't play in NCAA, but the but it's all paid for. I don't know, but but what again? What what really struck me with that comment of of high school being uncompetitive? It I I believe I don't you know they're obviously it's correct they're right, but from being from some from a poor city, I think. You know, soccer is still high school soccer, especially still very competitive and really means a lot to people with not too much money. <laughs> You know, because it's mostly free to play high school sports. So, and and once again, and I'm not faulting anybody here, but the poor, usually minority communities in this country that see that because they're minorities tend to be more soccer loving are once again being looked over. They're once again being looked over, and nobody brought this up. And granted, that this wasn't the 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 purpose of the article, wasn't to do this all encompassing thing about MLS, but just the the way that 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 they were just talking, and then the, there were these these universities on the East Coast and stuff. You know, dude, high school sports is still very very competitive to to a, a lot of people. Around here, especially, dude, if you're in Salinas, there is no competitive traveling team here that that will that will help you, you know, spring you to college or to the next level. And if there was and it wasn't free, a lot of people couldn't do it. This this is a very poor community, unfortunately. And but we love soccer. When you're born here, your dad will find a way to save some money up and buy you some fucking cleats. You know, when you're born. Your dad's standing there with a jersey from wherever he's from. It was, well, for me, it was my mom, but Chivas, you know, she from, her family's from Guadalajara, so have to be a fucking Chivas fan. There's no, there's no option. There's no option there. Family's from Jalisco or Guadalajara, you're Chivas fan. You're Chivas fan. Sorry, Atlas. Atlas fucking Mexico City. Um, wait, no, I don't fucking know. Anyway, anyway, uh, before I get, yeah, I don't get too goddamn off track trying to geographically track down Liga Mackey's teams. But, but anyway, the poor soccer loving communities of this country are, are again being overlooked. We're here. We love this sport. We're born playing it. This whole fucking narrative of, oh, Americans pick up pick up soccer you know when their mom takes them to to some sunday league or, or something when they're 12 nah nah millions millions of people in this country that's the only sport they know that's the only sport they know I, that's when i when i moved from one part of my city to the to another that was more 
more Americanized, more white, you know? That's when I discovered basketball and football. I, yeah, it was soccer. It was soccer. I, people loved me when I, when I played football because I played soccer my whole life, so I was fast as fuck. And I was a, and I was a keeper, so I can catch. So I was like, holy, it was a, but it was a culture shock. I'd seen these sports on TV a couple of times, but to, but all they did was play them on the on the other side of town there, where I was from. It's soccer, soccer, soccer. When 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 you, you you use some kind of analogy or something, it's soccer. Some metaphor with a sport in it, it's soccer. So I, I don't know how you you do that. And I don't know why they continue to do that. I, I'm not going to say, oh, it's, it's, it's over racism because it's not. But what the fuck is going on? Why, 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 are, why is this the moneyed people that get to play this sport and make the decision? This is not lacrosse. This is not polo. This is soccer. This is the people's game. Everybody plays this shit. You play this on dirt lots you you play this on concrete you you play this on plastic pitches you play this on beautiful gr- grass pitches th- th- this isn't a, a game for the money this isn't a game dude you got a ball and five feet of space you got you got room for soccer you know um but anyway i i as a minority you know, as from somebody from a, a soccer rabid city that is an hour away from a professional team that does not seem to to realize that these articles are interesting but really feel like we're being left behind um we as in minorities you not not just mexicans or hispanics or whatever the hell you want to call us um but minorities you know it this 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. And and I don't want to get all like, oh, we're all sad and everything. But, dog, when I'm on, when I read the articles, when you see some of the posts that people make, I mean, again, on Reddit, mostly Reddit. That's mostly where I'm at. But people don't realize that, like, well, I mean, this, this, this country is 75% white anyway. So most things are mostly white in this country. And, again, it's not a race thing. It's just a numbers thing. They're most of the people. But I think sometimes they forget that. And and they think, oh, because most of the people around me think this way, this must be the feeling of the rest of the country. But there's 30% of us that went through something way different. There's 30% of us that, that really sometimes don't feel too welcome. You know, I'm a Mexican-American. I, I never got called an American, you know. Even though I I know way more about the Patriots, not not New England Patriots. Well, I know a lot about the New England Patriots too. But but the Patriots that founded this country, I know I know I know very little of of the the Mexican Re- Revolution and the Mexican War for Independence. But I know about the Battle of Lexington. But that shit don't matter to people sometimes, you know, because my name is Osvaldo Lucero, and my parents are immigrants, so. Sometimes I feel, you know, I feel like we, we get left out and they're like, ah, man, y- y'all don't know. You know, y'all don't know how this country runs. And I was like, bitch, this is our country. This is, we we completely know how this runs. We've been here. So stop, stop thinking that we're some fools. 
Um, but anyway, I, I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it was, it, it's interesting because I, I, they don't know. People don't notice it. People don't notice it. You have no idea what it feels like when when I introduce myself as Osvaldo. And people are Osvaldo. And I got two minutes talking about my name, how rare it is, how cool it is and this and that. Like, yo, why can't I be like you? Why can't I be like you? Your, your last name is Smodowski, you know? the fuck kind of where, where where in america is that from you know like you know someone with that last name don't ever they don't got a question no one gets questioned that, that this that shit but if you got you know if your last name's okoye or lucero it, it's different for you it, it really is and again I'm, I'm dude i've never had any kind of again overt racism in i mean it kind of does bother me when, when people get upset at the puto chant as much as I detest that fucking chant. A lot of the reason why people don't like it, I feel, is because a whole lot of it is like, oh, well, you don't understand. You don't understand that you're being offensive. And it's like, what do you mean? You, you, you People have been telling war fucking i hate to say it like this but 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 it, it is what it is dude but white people have been telling people of color in this country so long that oh you, you just don't know how sad how sad you just don't know how it works oh how well, you know poor you poor you you're too simple to, to to understand how you're hurting people you know and it's like well fuck you too well fuck you too you know and you don't realize why do you think it continues to happen why do you think it continues to happen? You don't think, again, being specific with this puto chant, you don't think Mexican fans know that you're belittling them with that with the language that you use, the, the way you present it? You just, uh, we know more about your language and culture than you. You fucking ignore it. That shit would have been done years ago. It's a stupid chant. It's a stupid chant. But, but I think people being so hard on it. you're being homophobic you're oh mexicans you just don't understand you know you throw bags filled with piss and batteries at players when you get mad at them you guys are just too savage you know and again 99.9 percent .9 of the people out there that don't like this chant are not racist they have they are not doing this because of a race thing but you must understand, and again, I'm I'm speaking personally. This is this is me talking from the heart to whoever is listening. As a minority, when you you essentially refuse to sit down to hear both sides of of the conversation, and just to be like, nope, this is unacceptable. Point blank. Period. You know, and and again, like I'm saying. I, I, I detest that chant, and, and I don't feel it's homophobic. I, I don't feel it's, it's homophobic. This is, Mexicans are way more homophobic in other ways. Yelling puto is not, them, is not the same as them calling that keeper a faggot every time. And I, I know even probably that word right, ah, just kind of irritated some people. And that's, I, that's where I, I think the issue is, is they think, they feel that every time the keeper kicks it and they yell puto, that it's 10,000 people going, faggot. And it's not. It's not. You know, 
again, it's just like this race thing. Maybe a hundred out of those five thousand people, maybe they do actually. But the guy is a puto. The guy is a faggot. You know, I, I don't know. You know, again, I'm not. I don't speak for those people. But what I'm trying to say is, is when when the people that don't like that chant just come out and attack it without saying, without seeming to understand the culture or the language. I personally get the feeling that they're just like, ah, you're just too dumb to get it or too simple to get it or whatever. You know, I, I understand this is a pretty controversial topic and, and, and I want people to, to understand, like I, I get the sensitivity of it, but nobody's talking about it this way. No, I, I well, again, at least I've yet to see it. It, it. It's a lot of, a lot of, well, they don't get it. They don't understand. They, 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 what do you mean? They, I, I'm not, what, what, why are you separating it? Why Why is it different? You know, what, what do you mean they? They as in Mexican nationals, they as in Mexican American, they as in Spanish speaking people. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I think. And how do you do it? Where, where do you sit down? Do you, do you have a debate on Reddit? You know, do, do you go to the big soccer forum? Do, do, does ESPN do a 20 minute fucking thing? I, I don't know. I don't know, and, and I really hope I don't come across as as I'm trying to say you should do this or you should do that. I I just say listen. Can we all listen with each other? And I'm not saying after we listen, then we're like, all right, cool, we're okay with that chant now. There there's still absolutely no place for that chant in this sport. It's it's lame, it's uncreative, and it's it's just it's just stupid. It's just it's old. It you know it. it but especially, or I mean, it's Mexican soccer fans that do it. They know that it's going to make people's skin rise. That's why they do it. And the more you come out and say, oh, it's offensive, oh, it hurts, the more several people, the more a group of people are going to want to do it. It is what it is, man. Um, but anyway, I don't want to get too far into that rabbit hole. Quakes, play some fucking games, man. Oh, shit. Actually, speaking of that. Speaking of that, this is pretty exciting. Um, well, if the Quakes listen to this, I may not be invited. But anyway, again, I'm a season ticket holder there. And they, they sent me an email. They're like, oh, you get to be part of this pregame flag ceremony and all that. Get to be on the pitch before the game. That's fucking exciting. It was really exciting. And then I, I thought about, man, there's going to be thousands of people there. They ain't going to pay attention to me, you know. But holy shit. Um but anyway, that's going to be fun. Uh, there's New York City FC tomorrow or today, whenever this podcast comes out. March 31st, they play New York City FC. Hopefully, David Villa plays because I'm going to be on the fucking field. I'll be like, yo, what the fuck are you right here, dude? Um, But uh, that's going to be cool. That's going to be cool being out there at Avaya. It's been uh, too long. I didn't go to the Leon game. A schedule did not allow it. Got to stream it though. Yeah, shout out. Thank you, San Jose Earthquakes, for streaming that shit. How dope was it that they had it was just the raw feed from from the from the scoreboard? <laughs> that shit was gangsta. That shit was gangsta. Come on, bro. You guys are professional organizations. Step your fucking game up. Um, but hey, it was cool. I got to see it, man. No, no complaints from me. No complaints from me. Well, I guess I did just complain, but it was fun. Um, but anyway, let me know what you thought of this controversy. Let, let's let's get controversial, baby. Message at Baldini10, FWH Podcast on Instagram. 
be nice. <laughs> I mean, I ain't trying to start a fight, dude. It's not about the way we're all we're all in it together. And I don't mean Americans, Mexicans, MLS fans. I mean, people, dog It's fucking people. If you hate this sport, if you've never heard of this sport, if you're living on an island somewhere in the South Pacific, we all on the same team. I'm, I'm not against you. I, I want to work all work together. It's just us, man. It's just us on this little fucking blue ball. Let's stop hating each other. And and we got 350 million people, dog. If we all work together, the the world the world would bow down to American soccer. If we all work together and figured found that talent in in a barrio, in Salinas or L.A. or Chicago or or wherever. Wherever that talent be, or you know, in, in a in a upper middle class suburb of Kansas City. I mean, I don't care if you care about your financial status. Do you have a passion for this sport? Let's find those people. Let's find those people. Let's stop bickering with each other. Let's stop pointing fingers. Let's all sit down and get together and say the the goal. Whatcha? The goal here is to win a World Cup. The goal is to win a World Cup. We, as an American team, did not qualify for the next World Cup. That is an utter embarrassment, and we shouldn't start arguing about uh, soccer seasons and all that shit. Let's just sit down and figure it out. There is too much at stake. That's a, I don't know. I don't know. I... I Quakes, hurry up and play some fucking games. These shows are getting way too serious. <laughs> but anyway, before I get even more serious, I'm going to head out. It's getting dark. Um, girlfriend is probably wondering why I haven't been home in 12 hours. But thanks again for listening. If you have any comments, again, at Baldini10 on Twitter. I'll, I'll, I, I mean, it comes right to my phone, so I should respond. FWH Podcast on Instagram. New episodes every week. Again, Spotify, Google Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Damn, poor Stitcher. You're falling behind already. But anyway, yeah, follow along, man. Follow along. This is Oz here. Football Without Hesitation signing off. Go Quakes, baby.